ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. I'm Scott Prather. It's the great Scott Show, and joining us now, a great guest, a Hall of Fame guest, actually. That would be <laughs> former Raging Cajun and current New York Knicks guard, Alfred Payton. Alfred, man, how's life? It's good, man. It's good, man. I can't, I can't complain, man. I'm blessed. You know, I, I've, I still do this. I'll, I'll explain to you what. I still do this. You'd think I would have figured it out nine years ago, but I still have to remind myself how young you are in terms of how much you've accomplished. Like, when you were playing at UL your freshman year at 17 and starting and doing the things, I mean, you're only 26, and you're already in the Raging Cajuns Hall of Fame. I don't know if you're the youngest ever inductee. Probably so. But, man, I, I got – do you have to remind yourself sometimes of your age, or is it just kind of old news at this point? People remi- people like me just have to constantly remind you. Uh, You, you kind of forget about it because, you, you know, you try to hold yourself to a high standard. Um, but it's, it, it is good to – when you remind yourself and you look back and you're like, damn, I'm still, I'm still young, man. I still got a lot of time. Uh, probably help a lot to, you know, try and accomplish some more things, trying to continue to be great, continue to work hard and things like that. When you got the call uh, that you were going to go into the Raging Cajun Hall of Fame, how did it go down? How did you find out? Um, well, actually, this was something that kind of they wanted to do um, maybe last year, but the ceremony is always done during homecoming. And homecoming is always in the middle of the season, so... Um, I wasn't going to be able to make it down for the festivities and things like that. And, uh, you know, Coach Marlin called me this time and was like, well, you know, I know the season's a little pushback right now because of, you know, COVID and all this crazy stuff. So he was like, man, if you, would you want to do it? Would you want to, you know, try and do it this year, knock it out since you're home? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we, we tried to knock it out, and I, I was excited. I was happy, and we was able to get it done, too. It, it was a smaller ceremony. I know some of your former coaches, your family. Um, what was it like for you, kind of all that focus and attention? I know maybe you don't like that, but it, it had to be a special night, huh? Yeah, you know, I'm not one to really have you know a spot, you know, have all that attention on me, things like that. But uh, it was good, man, and, and and it was it was a good ceremony. We had a good time. Uh, you know, I was happy to be able to see see everybody. You know, like you said, old coaches. Um, and things like that. And, you know, being on campus and being at the practice facility just, you know, kind of bring back memories and things like that. So it was good. We had a good time. They did a great job with everything. Um, I was I was humble. New York Knicks point, uh, guard Alfred Payton is our guest, ESPN 1420. Uh, you've always, you know, since you've finished school and been in the NBA, you've always repped the Raging Cajuns. Um, it's always been something that's special to you. You don't see that from all alums, but why – why is it important to you to continue to rep the Raging Cajuns and um, and just where does that pride come from of, you know, reminding everybody where you played your college ball? Um, you know, first of all, is is to let people know, um, you know, that you can come from anywhere. It doesn't matter where you start. Um, so so to, to make that, make sure that's a constant reminder. Um, I remind it to myself of where I started. Um you know, just being on that campus, uh, they all, I was always embraced since since a freshman, since I was first stepped on campus uh, by the community, fans, everybody, and you know, just it just was a you know a time in my life while you know I was going into a man, going into myself. So, 
uh, it always has a special place in my heart. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely some formative years. And when you were there, you guys got to the NCAA tournament. I ask you this question every time I talk to you, your favorite memory. And um, But I, this time I want to just focus on the rivalry. Um, I mean, you and Georgia State, uh, the Cajuns of Georgia State had some feisty games. Uh, and, and even as the years go by, you talk to players currently on the team and they'll still bring up the Georgia State Panthers. What, what's, your, what's a few memories that stand out to you of your time with the Cajuns and you guys playing them? Man, just how crazy the games would be. Um, all good games. Uh, you know, they was able to, to beat us the two times in the regular season. You know, I felt like we, like I always say, I feel like we let them off the hook, but we was able to, we was able to win the the one that counted the most. You know, but you know, just the the crowd, the atmosphere. You know, when we played in the Cajun Dome, it was crazy. Uh, playing in in Atlanta against them, their fans were going nuts. Um, just the environment and, and the amount of talent on the floor. Um, was was what made that, that those games special. Alfred Payton, our guest, ESPN fourteen twenty. Uh, you and I talked a little over a year ago, and uh, I know one thing that's changed in your life is now uh, you've got a young one. Uh, so welcome to fatherhood. Uh, how's that been for you? And how's it? I mean, it's it's a question you ask any dad, but I I gotta ask you. I mean, how has it changed your perspective on life? Uh, it's just different. You just see things. Um, you know, through your kids' eyes and, you know, trying to make decisions for, you know, what's best for them. Um, it's been it's been good, though. It's been good. You know, I'm learning from her. Um, you know, it's, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. That's awesome, man. Uh, you're currently with the New York Knicks, and I know that uh, not being able to get into the bubble, the season ended earlier than normal, but getting to experience Madison Square Garden, I, I, I get, you know, we have somebody here that's from, the Northeast, and he brings up Madison Square Garden a lot, and he gives me grief because I I try to downplay it. Of course, I've I've never been there. You've played in it. I've heard you speak on it a couple times, but what 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 does make it special in your mind, Alfred? Why is it at world renowned the way it is? Uh, you know, I wish I could put it into words. It is it, is hard to even put into words. It's just something that you feel when you're on the court. I just. I won't say the aura, but like just the fans, the lighting in there, uh, it's 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 just a feeling. It's just it's just something you got to experience. It's it's definitely one of the best arenas in the in the NBA in the world in the world. Period. Getting to experience There's so much so much history, so many yeah. people that came through, so many big games that played there. It's just history. So when you go like to the locker room or in a different part of the arena, it's seeing all of the pictures, posters, whatever, of all the big events there. I mean, I've heard folks that have performed there before say that's the big thing to me. Um, is it maybe a goal of yours to have your your picture up there maybe one day? Yeah, maybe one day. Or maybe one thing, depending on how things work out. You know what I'm saying? God say the same. But uh, it's definitely, I definitely like to have big performances there. What's it like living? I mean, I know you look, you and I have talked before about I think the schedule of an NBA player during the season is the most difficult part of being a pro that a fan doesn't think about and just the lack of time you get. Did you get to experience the city at all this past season and get a little time to, you know, feel get get a feel for what it's like to live there? Uh, I mean, a little bit, a little bit. I, I actually stay outside the city. Um, closer to the practice facility, uh, you, you kind you kind of see it a little bit after games, and you know you get to get out on the town and you know get dinner and things like that, and go to different restaurants and stuff. So 
You get a little bit of it. You get a little bit of it. Alfred Payton, our guest, ESPN fourteen twenty. Is that it, it, now? Now several years in. I mean, I remember your rookie year with Orlando back in two thousand fourteen. Now you've been in it for a little bit longer. How have you managed, or or how have you been able to, um, maybe masters the wrong word, but get a better idea of how to handle the rigorous the rigorous in season schedule? Like, do you feel better about how you do it now compared to your first few years? Uh yeah, for sure. I definitely feel better, but it's it's all still like I'm still still learning things, still trying to uh you know pick up little things from vets and people who've been around the block, and, uh trying to figure out what works for me. Um, because that's that's the thing, you know, what might be good to him might not be as good to me. So just trying to uh you know find what's what's good for me, what works for me, but while taking a little bit from him, taking a little bit from somebody else, and, and things like that. But I definitely feel like I've been getting better. How, how have you been staying in uh, basketball shape during because of COVID this this long layoff and you guys not getting to the bubble? Say again. How have you stayed in basketball shape? Like what? Like whenever you you can't have your normal the the normalcy that is essentially gone because of COVID uh, and being you know your last game was you know was a lot, lot the typical layoff between seasons. How do you stay in basketball shape during a time like this? Um, you know, you just try to, you know, you know, try to get your running in, uh, you know, just try to stay in the gym, try to lift as much as possible. It's different. It's different. Um, I hope that when we, when we come back, they give us a little extra time to, to try and get in, you know, actual basketball shape, but it, it definitely is a challenge. It definitely is a challenge. How much did you watch the, the playoffs in the NBA finals? How much did I watch it? I yeah. watched, I watched just about all, just about all of it. Like I, I was watching the piece that Doug Domain did on you for you know the Cajun Hall of Fame and just saying, look, of all the accolades and things like that, I just I want to be remembered as a winner. When you watch playoff games, do you get um, I don't I, it, it, what, what just what's your emotions? Because you and I have talked in the past about how much you want to experience it when you're at home watching those big moments and seeing some of your friends experience it. What's going through your mind? Um, just, you know, hoping for the opportunity, uh, to be able to play on that stage one day, you know, to try and prove that, you know, try to try and prove again to everybody, but not, not, not just everybody, but to myself that I belong and that I can make plays, you know, I put in the work, I work hard, but that's the ultimate test. That's the ultimate test being able to, you know, do it at that, at that stage. Alfred Payton, I guess. Who's your, uh, who's your closest friend in the league? Ah, man, that's tough. Uh, Kyle Quinn. Um, T.J. Warren, uh, Mo Hawkins, Vic, Vic Depot, uh, a few of my close friends in the league. And uh, do, do any of them love Sour Patch Kids as much as you? Is that still like an Alfred Payton thing, or do you, did you, did you ever cut yeah, back I mean, I on still them? Yeah, I still love Sour Patch Kids. Just not, I just don't eat them as much as I usually, as I usually do, trying to, trying to watch my diet, man. As you get older, man, I mean, you, you, you know, when you were in your early 20s, now you're your dad mid entering late twenties soon. It all it all kind of changes a little bit, but you gotta you gotta evolve with the body, right? Yeah, man, gotta stay on top of it. I had to ask you because it came up. I don't know, geez, on my my Facebook page like uh, a month or so ago, it was like, oh, this memory from a few years ago, and it was when I gave you the Sour Patch Kid taste challenge where you put on the blindfold and still nailed it. So uh, I don't eat them, but my kids do occasionally, and every time they do, I. <laughs> I think about Alfred Payton, man. So 
you definitely left the uh, the Sour Patch Kid impression. There's no doubt about it, man. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Hey, um, uh, two more questions for you, Alfred. We appreciate the time. Lastly, just just going into next season uh, with New York, what what's your anticipation? What's your expectation with the Knicks? Um, you know my um, yeah, actually my expectations in my what? And just what are you anticipating? Like it's it's basically the same thing. I, I, I anticipate a lot of uh, you know uh, I don't want to use the word change because I don't want you know maybe maybe it will be changing players, but when I when I say change, I just mean like. When, change with like Thibodeau and how he runs things sure um it's gonna I think it's definitely gonna be different uh basically a whole new you know whole new coaching staff whole new front office for the most part um so I, I think it'll be a little bit of change there and I you know I, I just anticipate, I anticipate us being better um you know I think we'll, we'll be a better team I think uh we'll be healthy and uh be able to compete at a, at a, at a higher level you know, when when he got hired, I immediately thought about his defense and just his coaching style and how it is going to, you know, how he can tap into your game and some of your strengths. So I, I think, you know, in terms of you being with that roster and him as a head coach, I think it's a good match. Last question, E. Uh, any message just for the Rage of Cajun fans? I know, like you said, in a typical year, it's at homecoming and there's a lot of stuff. For you, it was a, it was a private ceremony. You talked about how great it was, but um, you know you don't get to see the fans out and about and do some of the in person things you would in a typical year. So, final question is: uh, it's not so much a question; it is you know just do you have a, a message you'd like to share with the Rage of Cajun fans before we let you? Run? Yeah, man. Um, I always felt like family. Um, y'all always made me feel like family. I'm forever grateful for that. I'm thankful um, that y'all, you know, welcome me with open arms. And, uh, you know, I'll be a Cajun for life. Alfred, appreciate the time, man. I know you're busy. Uh, you'll always have a, a strong fan base here in Lafayette. And I'll always be rooting for you as well, man. All the best. And uh, enjoy fatherhood. And uh, we'll probably talk to you sometime down the line, my friend. Yep. Thank you. You got it.